Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up today with Will Randall. He's the CEO of Freeman Gold. They are just about to put out an updated resource uh, number. We talk about his hopes for that and uh, what we can be uh, expecting from him there. Also, two sets of press releases recently talking about some high-grade results over large widths, which starts to uh, tell us that this company is starting to go somewhere. So he gives us an update on plans for this year, their phase two trilling. If you want our thoughts and opinions on those topics and more, plus the company and Will himself, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, where you can also find detailed company reports and analysis. There's training courses on there to help you with your diligence process, commentaries from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities, including gold. And we also have a, a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, safe and friendly environment. Sounds nice, doesn't it? Uh, it's free from trolling and abuse and judgment. So go and join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Will, how are you, sir? Very well, thank you. It's How things over there? Not too bad. We're surviving. Springtime, springtime. So it's all good. Sun's out. Nice. So that's, that's perfect. Good to hear. <laughs> hey, so um, we we worked out before the show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we're gonna share something with the with the uh, people watching this. So we're we're both into bees. That is correct. You're a amazingly <laughs> different continents, uh, but but both into bees. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but you 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 used to do it big time, and now you're like me with a, a couple of couple of hives in the back garden on the farm, right? Correct, correct. Hoping to make it through the, the Canadian winters. And yeah, I grew up in Argentina on a farm that had many more bees, but uh, yeah. It's, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of us on uh, on here. There's a lot of investors who also like, uh, I call it beekeeping, right? All right, yes, yeah. beekeeping. Beekeeping. <laughs> so, but, but it's good. So I'm going to get some tips from you about how to, how to, how to grow my, my little brood because uh, that's what we need. A lot more, uh, a lot more of them. Um, you look alarmed though, like don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> no, okay, sorry. Sorry, yeah. sorry to throw you there, but I thought I'd share that with the group. Um, look, and so, so how, how are you? How have you been since I saw you all of two months ago? Sounds like you've been busy looking at the press releases. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've been busy, um, you know, executing as as we said we would. Remember, we had the 7,000 meter program, which was primarily to validate the 70,000 meters of historical data. Um, we started off with twinning, infill, and then moved towards the edges where it was still within the known uh, confines of the, of the historical estimate, but kind of going off into the edges to see where it was indeed open to already line up our phase two drilling, which is to expand that, that resource. And um, you saw the drill results, fantastic. You know, yeah. some of the best drill results I've seen out of any company in the last year. And, uh, you know, obviously the highlight was those 2.4, 2.5 grams over 151 meters, which is just massive. Yeah. Um, so what, is, what does that mean, you know, uh, going forward is that we have validated um, all that historical data and more. Yeah. Nothing better when you're validating to have higher grades than you expected. Yeah, well, let, let, let's get let's get into that because I do want to talk about that some length because I I think you kind of you've always done what you 
said you were going to do. So, which is what I what I like. Lots of baby steps, and you keep, you keep delivering, and I, and I like that. And I think you're coming up to that point where you, you're becoming you're going to become, I think, interesting to a lot more people. So, I do want to talk about that in some length. But look, kick us off with a one minute summary of what the company is, because there's lots of people here who haven't heard the story before, and if they haven't, they should also look at some of the previous interviews. But just give us that reminder, and then I want to kind of get into it with you. Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, we're a fairly new company. Been around, I guess, about a year now. Uh, we acquired the Lemi Gold Project, which is in Idaho, USA, one of the best uh, jurisdictions in the world, uh, top three in in the U.S., top eight worldwide. And the Lemi Project, why did we acquire it? It has historical uh, resource estimates between 800,000 and 1.2 million ounces at around a gram per ton from surface heat bleachable oxidized which puts it in the range of one of the highest grade oxide deposits, not only in the US, but worldwide. So very, very valuable. We then set out to tidy up um, the ownership structure, which meant requiring a couple of claims that would have been in the pit area. We did that, we raised some money, we got to drilling, as I was mentioning a little bit earlier, 7,000 meters to validate the 70,000 plus meters that were drilled in the 80s and the 90s by three different operators all in line to have a compliant resource estimate out in April. So we're coming right up to that. That'll be next month. The other items that we advanced um, over the last, uh, I guess, six to eight months was on the permitting front and the metallurgical front, which are the other two key items to advance this project in the time frame that we want to do it. Just to remind you, as a group, we look to get these assets construction ready, permitted, within a sort of three-year time frame, roughly. We've done this a number of times before. So obviously the, the metallurgy and permitting are key aspects of that. And we're blessed with a lot of historical data on the metallurgy, which we're validating now in our current program. And we're also blessed with uh, patented claims, which means we own the surface rights and the mineral rights. So that the permitting process is a lot smoother and more condensed. Right, okay. A lot in there. So th- thanks for the summary. So you, I think one of the things you kind of skipped over there was obviously the, the fact you have done a few of these before. The team has built mines before, has flipped projects before. So you, you have created shareholder value, which, which, which I like. Um, let's come back to the, um, the historical component here. So the, histor- the historical resource was 1.2 million ounces. That was it about 1.3 grams, right? That's that's what you was it a bit more? Yeah, there's, there's a range. There's a range. No, that's that's the higher end. Right. One. Okay. And then there's there's other ones, uh, eight hundred thousand ounces at around 0.9. So that's there's a range, right? Three different operators, three different. Um, Got it. Estimates. So you're coming out in April, not far away. Yep. A few days away. away. Starts, starts tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. <laughs> um, are you going to be able to deliver that resource? And are we expecting it? See, with it within the ranges, lower end, higher end of those ranges, somewhere in the middle. We don't know yet. As I said, we've been working with our, our, our resource estimate group, so they're consultants out of, out of here, out of Canada, right from the beginning. We designed the program with them. We logged the core with them. We, we kept them up to speed. Uh, we now have the geological model already uh, complete, and we've, we've done sort of first passes of blocking to see how it reacts, and, and we're fine-tuning, um, but we don't have a number yet. Okay. So. I can tell you with, with full confidence that it's going to be in that range, in the 800,000 to 1.2 million ounces at around plus minus a gram per ton. But I, I don't know anything more than that. Right. Oh, it's literally all down to the last few moments of all of this work that the numbers come together. Correct. Yes. You start 
start uh, blocking it out and 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 doing your tonnages and grades. Absolutely. Okay. 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 Okay, so that's that's so that side of it, and let's talk about some of these drill results because I, I looked at these the intervals and the and the and the, and the, and the widths and the grades, and I was like, oh, this is starting to become quite interesting. I mean, were yeah. you surprised by what you saw? Uh, well, there were a couple of those holes, as I mentioned, those uh, two point five grams over one hundred and fifty one meters. That hasn't been done before on this project, so I was surprised at that for sure. That's significantly higher than we expected. But, uh, you know, we have a lot of historical data. This is the first core. So now we really have an idea of what it is. And um, if the viewers care to go to our website, you'll see in our presentation, we do have sections on there. And you'll see that there are a bunch of stacked, very high-grade zones that are sub-horizontal. And we're really getting a feel for that. But this has really high-grade areas that are sort of 5 to 50 meters uh, wide and running from two to five grams per ton. And that's obviously is fantastic for, for the future economics of the, of the project. Okay, and you, you keep repeating this oxide as well. So you're expecting, and it's open pitable, you're expecting to be the recoveries to be good? Yeah, so we, we had a press release out, I think two since the last time we spoke, um, where we compiled all of the historical stuff, uh, which was six, Six or seven uh, reports done by Caps Cassidy out of Reno, which is one of the better groups out there. And uh, they had a 70% to 90% recovery um, for heap leach and on bottle roll over 95%. And so that's, those are great. Those are great recoveries. We now have uh, our own core in SGS here in Canada, uh, working on the same type of testing, uh, seeing in which range we, we come in. And initial results coming in preliminary, so don't hold me to them. Uh, definitely indicating that we're in in those range, which is which are which are excellent. Those are those are great. Results. Right. Okay. Um, and let's talk about this thing. It's, a, it's, a, it's the bit which confuses people a lot, which is the the vocabulary around patented claims and how that affects permitting in Idaho. Yeah. Great jurisdiction, lots of miners uh, surrounding you, but you've got a process to go through. Yeah, absolutely. So patent claims means you own the surface rights, obviously the mineral rights. You own the mineral rights of the patent claims and the non, so BLM or, or U.S. Forestry Service, USFS. Um, but the patent claims, you also own the surface right. So when you go and permit, you don't have to permit through the Forestry Service or the BLM, so at the federal level. You only permit at the state level. And that process becomes a lot smoother. Just to put it in perspective, when we want to drill on our patented claims, we file a notice, and a week or two weeks later, we're drilling. A plan of operations through uh, BLM or the Forestry Service can take a year to two, maybe three years, depending on on, on the conditions of the ground. Um, so the, the difference is big, and that type of difference in timeframes uh, gets translated all the way through the mine permit. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, so our approach is to Patent, uh, sorry, permit the patented ground, which has about 95% of the gold ounces um, within it, and then go to the small wedges that are remaining to get them incorporated. And we have a plan in place that we should have this fully permitted inside of, of three years. Inside of three years. So, for, for what? Permitted for what? To do what? An open pit, heap leach, or, or column. So, Every, everything. And yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing, okay. the whole operation. Okay, so this isn't a case of, you know, drilling and uh, exploration or, you know, all the, the different things that you could be permitted for. You, everything. Everything. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
Okay, good. So, um, Lemmy, um, you're at that point now where you're coming towards the end of phase one. You've got how much money left in the bank? Right now, we're sitting between three and four million, 3.5 roughly. Right. You've talked about phase two drilling to kind of move things forward. So, have you got enough money? Yeah, so it depends on how aggressive we want to be and depends on the outcome of, of the resource estimate. One of the beauties of this is we've got the geological model. Remind you that this is the first core that came in. So it, it was there was a lot more interpretational work than if, than, than if we had a whole lot of core from before. Um, so we're now we'll block it out and this will indicate clearly which areas uh, are open for, for additional drilling. The other good news is that the drill data, the 70,000 meters required, um, are really high quality, and we have a lot of drill density as a result. So I think we'll have a healthy portion in MNI, which will reduce um, the amount of drilling in phase two that we would need to include within the known deposit to get it to MNI. Right. So that's a big, huge cost savings and time savings as well. So phase two will combine a number of items. One is getting what isn't in MNI into that MNI status, so you can go through the PFS and FS. Um, expansion, uh, which is looking like mostly to the south, the north, and to the west. To the east, it, the deposit does look like it's closed off um, uh, because of the intrusive that's related to the mineralization, but still wide open in all other directions. Remind you also that we had a few drill holes that went deep, and we did discover additional uh, high-grade zones at depth that had never been drilled before, so we'll follow up on those as well. And then we completed a big uh, regional exploration target too, so you never know what will come out of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe more of that, you know, in the, in the coming months. Um, phase two is about what? It's delivering more answers on the resource, right? Have you got a number in mind? It's on our it's on our website. It's on our presentation. We're targeting something over 1.5 million ounces right from the beginning. I just remind you, a year ago we set out phase one, get a resource estimate within the historical range between that 800,000 and 1.2 million ounces, and then phase two determine exactly where it's open. And you can go on the website too, you'll see that there are a number of drill holes outside of the resource area that have fantastic gold intercepts that we'll be following up on. Tie those into the into the known mineralized body and get it over that 1.5 million ounce. Right, and then what? Where's the thing, where's the thing go? Yeah, and then, you know, we'll, phase two will lead to hopefully a phase three if it remains open. And if not, you know, 1.5 to 2 million ounces and get it production ready in, inside of that three-year time frame. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you're the guys to do that? Yeah, absolutely. We've done this before. We did this. Uh, Lithium X was the previous one that we did, uh, which we sold for 265 million, fully permitted under construction. And we did that in, in a, in a three-year time frame as well. And uh, again, there's a, there's a chart there on, on the website. We've done this combined uh, at least seven, eight times. Okay, fine. Well, um, well, appreciate the update. I mean, it's good, good to see you. Glad to hear, uh, well, I really was fascinated by those uh, trial results. Uh, really, really encouraging stuff. Um, and we'll look out for this maiden resource of yours. Absolutely, absolutely. And next time I'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about the bees as well. Oh my goodness, I'll, I'll have honey to show you actually. There'll be harvesting <laughs> happening this this side of the pond soon in, in the next three weeks, I think. Uh, okay, well, we'll speak again soon. Thanks for your time. Cheers. All right. Thanks. Thanks very much, Robin. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.